say you have been displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or you just haven't been worshipping him like he deserves to be worshipped in the past months and you aren't as close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as you were, your iman is just at its low. And, you know, one day it hits you how low your iman is and how much you've been displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how you haven't been praying on time, how you haven't been reading the Quran as much, you know, you aren't remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he should be remembered constantly. And one day it just hits you that you haven't been doing any of that. You haven't been pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and worshipping him the way he deserves to be worshipped. And whenever you realize that, you want to get back on track. You want to get back on the path of just that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but you don't know how. You ask yourself, what now? What can I do? What can I do to get back in my in, my, in the tracks of just getting close to Allah, reading the Quran, praying, all of that? How do I just turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What can I do? Well, in this episode, inshallah, I will be answering your question of the what now. I'll be answering it and giving you so many advice and reminders and motivations and some tips that can inshallah, inshallah, get you back on track and get you back in the journey of just having that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I hope this episode will help you and I hope you enjoy. So let's get into it. Hello everyone, assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Peace of Mind. My name is Amira Abdullahi and I'm your host. I hope you all are doing good, inshallah. I'm excited to get into this episode. You know, I even like went through this you know when you just like just lose your you lose your footing you know you just like lose track of what happened and how you got to the place you were of just you know being disconnected from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how your iman decreased and you know it's okay for your iman to decrease you know and go through those stages because you know we are created weak you know we we aren't always going to be at our all-time high where our iman is not going to always be high we're going to go through these stages and these phases of you know our iman being low and our iman being high but that's you know that's just being human and it's okay to go through that but just i want to go through how after you've went through that low how you can always bring yourself back you know how you can always just return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and gain that connection back. Because, you know, this happened to all of us where we are just not really close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then we just like realize that we want to get back, we want to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but we don't know how. We're like, what can you do now? Like, it's hard to get back into that role and back in, onto the track of just, you know, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the way he should be worshipped. So, inshallah, I want to get through all of that today and it's going to be a lot. So make sure you listen all the way to the end. And before we get into all of that, I want to do, um, I want to remind you guys or just, you know, put a little announcement out there about what happened last week. I don't know if you were there on my Instagram or saw everything, but I just wanted to apologize as well because I was having some technical difficulties with the whole, you know, YouTube situation and just like uploading the video of last week's or two weeks ago, season three, episode one. That episode was a lot going on, you know, especially the video version. So I just want to apologize for every any like, you know, problem I've caused or anything. But, you know, I'm learning and it was just a lot of technical dip- difficulties of just uploading that video. But inshallah, next time it will be even better, inshallah, inshallah. And um, I know I think I've said that, you know, I'm going to start doing video versions like every time recording. But honestly, I had to change that because I am pretty busy, especially with school and other things. So I can't really be doing videos. And I've realized how hard making a video is every every time. So inshallah, I'm making the video versions a series on YouTube as well. And it will be an audio version on Spotify as well. But it will be a series called Hijabi Talks. So every time I release a Hijabi Talks episode, it will be around like once a month or just like every now and then, not too often but you know like once a month you'll get your episodes inshallah but every time i post a a jabby talks episode then i will record a video for that and upload it to youtube so you know anytime that's going to be a part of the series hijabi talks will be video versions only video versions only hijabi talks will be for youtube inshallah so hope you understand and you know please forgive me be patient with me please bear with me you know i'm trying new things and inshallah you enjoy that and make sure you also stay tuned for those hijabi talks because i know it'll be good and other people liking the youtube videos so stay tuned for that inshallah and again (laughs) please forgive me you know for anything i've done but yeah it's a lot inshallah you guys understand and know that Hopefully this will be better too because now you have a whole series, Hijab Talks, and it'll be, you know, just every now and then video versions. But on regular episodes, not part of the Hijabi Talks series, I will just be doing audio only on any platform you listen to podcasts so you can just listen to it, inshallah. So I hope you understand. But, you know, in the meantime, you can go check out the last episode you know which is a video version the hijabi talks it is a video version out on youtube it'll be in the link of this 
this description you can go check that out and once you're over there sub subscribe to my youtube channel and you know turn on post notifications to know whenever i release an episode so you can stay tuned um my youtube is at underscore peace of mind 99 or you can just search a peace of mind and i'll put the link in this description and it's also on my instagram description so please go check that out go listen share with your friends subscribe thank you so much but let's get into these reminders and tips so before I get into like the tips, I want to just talk about a lot of reminders and motivations that we need to get through before we start getting through the tips or like the steps of getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are some like prerequisites you need to do before you start, you know, reading more Quran and doing all of that. And I want to talk about that, you know, before we get into all the other stuff. The first thing that we need to start we need to do before after we realize that like we've been messing up we aren't that close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that we want to you know get closer to him the first thing we need to do is acknowledge what we've done acknowledge our wrongdoings that we have done and how we've been displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is the first stage you have to feel that guilt of what you've done and that feeling of guilt shows that you have iman you know it's okay to feel guilty that means that you have iman and that you know that you have been you know disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but now you want to you want to ask for forgiveness and you want to get closer to him so first First of all, know that you did wrong because the people who don't know that they did wrong. And I think I also posted this on my Instagram. So go check that out. Uh, I posted it said like the people, you know, you should be grateful and that you can acknowledge your wrongdoings to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the people who don't even know that they're doing wrong and they die, they, they don't have a chance of repenting. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you that guilt and that, you know, ability to be the ability to be able to acknowledge that you did wrong so you can repent and so you can get closer to Allah and that your sins could be wiped. So having that feeling is something that is essential for to getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the beginning stage of just trying to get back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have to know what you did wrong. Without knowing that, then you there's no you don't even know you did the wrong so you can't even like ask for forgiveness because you don't think you did anything wrong. So that's the first thing we need to do. Just know we did something wrong and that we want to get back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that you have to make the intention that you want to get back you want to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that you know that you've messed up but now you want to you know open a new chapter you want to get closer to him you want to increase your men you want to worship him you know in the best way and you want to do all of that so that is the first thing we need to do and after that this thing is just as important super super important that we need to do after you acknowledge that you've messed up you need to ask Allah for forgiveness forgiveness is where a lot of people get stuck on they can't get past you know the forgiveness either they can't forgive themselves or they think that allah will never forgive them which is subhanallah it's an insult to allah subhanahu wa allah is a rahman he's a rahim you know he, he's al ghaffar al ghafur he's a tawab al ghafur he all his beautiful names and his attributes show how merciful he is, how compassionate he is, how he wants to forgive you and he will continue and he will always forgive you no matter how many sins you've done. He will always, always forgive you. And you need to remember how we need to talk about the first man ever created, you know, Adam alayhi salam, how he was the first man Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ever created. And remember, whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Adam alayhi salam to, in Jannah, to not go to that tree, do not eat anything off that tree, that tree is forbidden. And Adam salam and Hawa, they're all, they're in Jannah. You know, there's so many trees next to them. In Jannah, they're in paradise. So many beautiful trees all around them, all around them. You know, like thousands, millions, millions of trees, so beautiful trees that you could go to. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told them specifically not to go to this one tree. Just this one tree out of the millions of trees in Jannah. Just this one tree, don't go there. That's a simple task, right? Not to do. But but Adam salam still, he was tricked by shaitan. He was tricked by shaitan and he was told, oh, just go take the bite of the tree. You know, Allah just doesn't want you to be immortal. You know, shaitan was whispering into Adam salam's ear and how was ear. So they went and, you know, he ate out of the tree. And the thing is, though, already... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a lot of people think that, you know, Adam was sent to earth as a punishment. But no, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he forgave Adam alayhi salam. He forgave him right away. After Adam asked for forgiveness, Ya Allah, you know, the famous dua. Oh Allah, like, I, please forgive me. You know, I was wrong for my wrongdoings. I messed up. Please forgive me. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave Adam right away after he committed that that biggest mistake. And it's a simple mistake. And you're in Jannah, right? 
and it's Adam alayhi salam. Now, if Adam was able, did that mistake, and Allah forgave him, and Adam alayhi salam, he was tricked by shaitan, you know, the high, he was tricked by shaitan, you know, this prophet was tricked by shaitan. If he was tricked by shaitan, we can be tricked by shaitan too as well. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave Adam. Now, why don't you think he can forgive us? Why don't you think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not forgive us, you know? Just one tiny thing that, not tiny, but like a biggest mistake that Adam alayhi salam did. And Allah still forgave him. He forgave him, you know, this highest prophet. He forgave him. Now, why don't you think he'll forgive you whenever Adam, salam, Adam alayhi salam committed this big mistake? He committed this huge mistake and he asked for Allah's forgiveness. And Allah forgave him. So we have that chance. We can ask Allah for forgiveness. Do not despair in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even in... um. The Quran, uh, Surah Az-Zumar, Ayah 53, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O my slaves who have trans transgressed against their own souls, do not despair of the mercy of Allah. Indeed, Allah forgives all sins. Truly, He is most forgiving, most merciful. Allah, He is Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. You know, He has so much mercy, Allah. And He will forgive all sins, all sins. You know, only if you begin to ask for forgiveness you know you just need to ask for forgiveness and Allah will forgive you and sincere forgiveness and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanallah subhanallah it is so vast it's so it's infinite his mercy is infinite ar-rahman he is he is merciful to all creation the disbelievers the people who don't even think God is real the all these people he is merciful even if you just look outside everything he does is from Allah's mercy and we can't even count any of all of his mercy all of his mercy in this world and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has say as hadith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a hundred parts of mercy and of course he has more his mercy is infinite but just so you can like have a image in your head of how mercy merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a hundred parts of mercy and for this whole world for the whole creation for the galaxy you know this dunya the the space everything the plants the animals all, all of that was Allah sent down just one part of his mercy for this life. Just for this life. That's one part of his mercy. Look around you. Look at the mercy that you can see all around you. Even as, you know, the wind blowing, feel the cold, cold air. Just the mercy. Like, anything around you is part of Allah's mercy. The mercy that he, he made you Muslim, you know. He allowed you to be Muslim and have the message that, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is real. And that you have the chance to go to Jannah, inshallah. May Allah grant us jannah all of this is all part of just his one part of mercy and the rest 99 the rest of his mercy is saved for the hereafter 99 is saved for the here 99 parts of his mercy is saved for the hereafter and only one part is for this world subhanallah like think about that reflect on it like all around you is mercy just mercy allah's mercy everything is mercy in this world and how much is this you can't even wrap your head around how much mercy is in this world now imagine 99 more parts of this mercy 99 times all this in the hereafter subhanallah and even like another hadith by uh, muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that even him he won't be he won't be granted jannah just on his good deeds you know it is only coming from allah's mercy none of us will be going to jannah only on our good deeds it is on allah's mercy that we will be going to jannah because allah will be merciful for us and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that his mercy encompasses everybody everyone you know his mercy is greater than his anger he'll be more merciful to you even if you've messed up and if you believe that allah won't be merciful to you if you believe that he won't forgive you it is an insult to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because all around you you know you should be grateful say like let me give an example say like a king or say you're like a king or someone like hi and you're giving money or you're giving charity or you're just doing something nice every single time to this one person you know maybe it's like a poor person you give keep giving him money you keep giving him food anything you know and he's not even asking it for you and you're just giving it to him and giving it to him giving it to him and say this person like messes up or something happens and he thinks in his head oh this person that's been giving me money or like say you will never forgive me you know he's not going to forgive me anymore but how can you think that whenever this king was being merciful to you by giving you money without you asking how can you think that this very generous king will not forgive you you know it's like an insult to that person like wow i've been giving you all this money i've been kind to you all this time and you still don't believe that i'm gonna forgive you or i'm not gonna be merciful to you like think about that put yourself in that shoes and remember it's allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how can you believe that 
the his name is Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. His beautiful names that hold so much power over this whole world, you know, so much power. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How can you believe that he won't forgive you? How can you believe that he won't have mercy on you whenever he's been giving you mercy all around you? So the first step that we need to all start doing is just believing that Allah will forgive us, that he will forgive you and he will have mercy on you. Because that is where a lot of people stop. They really believe that they Allah will forgive them. That is whenever they are lost. Whenever they believe that Allah will never forgive them, that's when they're lost and that's what shaitan wants to happen to you. And it's, shaitan, it will just, he'll just keep convincing you again and again you know, that Allah will never forgive you, Allah hates you, you know, and you feel disgusted with yourself, you know, you realize that what you've done and you regret it, and you think Allah hates you, he dislikes you, you'll, you'll never get another chance again, you're gonna go to Jahannam, Billah. all these thoughts are coming from shaitan, from shaitan, you know, and number one again like i said before knowing feeling regretful is a sign that you're a believer it's a sign that you remembered allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you feel remorse and regret that you disobeyed allah that's from allah's mercy another part of his mercy that he gave you an opportunity to feel that guilt to ask for repentance and he put that in you and it's a sign that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you and he wants you to repent he wants you to turn back to him like i said he's al-ghaffar al-ghafur al-rahman al-rahim you know, but if you listen to shaitan and his whisp- whisperings and can continue to do that sin because you, there's no hope for you anymore. You say, oh, Allah will never forgive me. I'm just going to con- continue doing these sins. Allah hates me. Might as well just continue doing these sins. That is from shaitan and you're just lost at that point. You're lost. There's no, there's no, you know, you will not feel regretful anymore because the more you do it, you're going to think it's okay. You're going to normalize it and just be like, oh, this is fine. It's not a bad sin anymore. It's not that bad. And it always starts with that phrase. It's not that bad, you know, after you keep doing it. And that, again, it's all from shaitan. Inshallah, I'll do an episode on like the traps of shaitan, inshallah, but it'll be later. Um, So yeah, shaitan, that's one of his traps that he will just keep whispering in your head, Allah hates you, you know, he will never forgive you. And that that is a moment whenever you lose everything, you know. That is a moment whenever Allah will be displeased with you and you're lost. Because, you know, like I said before, how can you say that Ar-Rahman will never forgive you? How can you say that Ar-Rahman will not be merciful on you? SubhanAllah. And also, each time after you've sinned, you get this black dot on your heart. And every single time you sin, you get more black dots and more black dots and more black dots. And when you keep sinning like that, your whole heart will be black. Your whole heart would be covered in black and like the black is like dirt and dust and it's not good but if you do a good deed one good deed just one that black spot one of that black spot will wipe away and the more good you do the more all the black spots will go away and your heart will become pure and beautiful so shaitan all he wants you to do is he wants to make you sin and continue to sin and he wants you to feel in despair and believe that allah will never forgive you allah hates you and so you believe what's the point anymore i should have even asked for forgiveness because allah won't forgive me which then leads you back into sin because you've given up you don't have any hope in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is one of the worst tricks from shaitan it's so scary don't fall into that don't fall into that what we need to understand is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves forgiveness. He loves those who ask him for forgiveness. He loves them. He loves those who always keep coming back to him, who keeps returning to him, keeps returning. You know, and there's also another hadith where this one guy kept you know, kept sinning, but then he kept back, coming back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, asking him, Ya Allah, please forgive me, please forgive me. And he sins again, and he asks Allah, please forgive me, please forgive me, I'm wrong, I'm sorry. He sins again, please forgive me, please forgive me. And it repeats like that like four or five times. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls all the angels and everyone, he says, look, I have forgiven this person only because he acknowledges the wrong he does, and he keeps coming back to me. He has hope that I will forgive him. He knows that I'm an Rahman, al-Ghaffar, al-Ghafur, and he knows I'll forgive him, and I'll forgive him only because of that, because he keeps returning back to me now if that doesn't make you think about like everything you've done makes you reflect like Allah will forgive you only if you just come back to him sincerely no matter what you've done don't think that your sin don't you think that your sin is too big for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala don't think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy will always will always encompass all your sin always encompass his own anger he will subhanallah just keep returning back to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he will forgive you that is where everyone gets stuck and this is why this episode is mostly focused on forgiveness you just about shaitan's tricks and how you need to just return back to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do not do not do not be in despair of allah's mercy and his you know and his forgiveness there's also another hadith by 
another hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, Verily, Allah is more pleased with the repentance of his slave than a person who has his camel in a waterless desert, carrying his provision of food and drink, and it, and it is lost. And that hadith is by Bukhari and Muslim. So, you know, say you have a camel in the desert with your water, your food, and all of that. And, you know, in the desert, you're in the middle of nowhere. You have nothing else but this camel and your food and water. Say that camel gets lost lost and you can't find it anymore you're in despair you just don't know what to do you lose hope but then you say you found it find it again you find it again you are so happy it comes back to you you get all your provision your food your water allah loves allah is more pleased with the repentance of of his slave he's more pleased than that person is pleased of finding his camel than the middle of the desert now that camel is what basically what he needs to continue to survive allah is more pleased with his slave than that person is pleased with finding his camel subhanallah reflect on that reflect on that and also after you sin the doors of mercy and repentance are wide open they will always be open you just have to walk through it all those thoughts you have are lies from shaitan remember that every time you get a thought Allah will never forgive me. The sin is too big. Say, Allah You know, He will forgive me. I just need to turn back to Him. And of course, after you make that forgiveness, then you start doing good deeds. Inshallah, we'll get into that with the tips later. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you so much and He won't give up on you. You are the only one that are giving up on Him. You give up on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you give up on Him because you believe He doesn't won't forgive you and that he doesn't have mercy on you but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he does not give up on you he will never give up on you he will continue and try to keep helping you he loves you so much and it's only you you are you are the only one that won't you know that will keep giving up on him because you don't believe that and you need to stop doing that we all need to stop doing that we need to remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is waiting for you he's waiting for you to ask him for forgiveness Allah loves those who can who ask him for forgiveness he loves those who repeatedly ask him for forgiveness and so he can forgive you and when you sincerely make forgive make re repent or you make toba Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's doors will open for you because you don't give up and say oh well I'm a, I'm a lost cause no you realize you made a mistake and now you're not going to let that mistake pull you even further down you're going to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is the best thing that we need to all do despite the sin despite how major the sin is you need to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there's also another hadith reported by Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu. A man came to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa and he said, what are the major sins? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said to associate partners with Allah. And the second one, the first one is shirk, right? The second one, right after that, is to despair of the mercy of Allah. That's the second one. And this hadith is um, from Tafsir Ibn Abi Hatim. So the second one, the second one, right off the bat, just the second one, is being in despair of the hope from, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is one of the major sins. Just the second one, right after shirk. Because whenever you believe that Allah just won't forgive you, you just have, you just don't have any hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is like, it is a major sin. And like I said before, it is an insult to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is a big insult to him. So remember that, that even if you believe that, oh, Allah will forgive me, that you are insulting him and that he does not like that. He wants you to believe and have hope in him. He wants you to have hope that he will forgive you. And whenever you do that, Jannah is yours, inshallah, inshallah. The Prophet said, Allah the Exalted said, O son of Adam, I forgive you as long as you pray to me and hope for my forgiveness. Whatever sins you have committed, O son of Adam, I do not care if your sins reach the heights of the heaven. Then you ask for my forgiveness, I would forgive you. O son of Adam, if you come to me with an earth load of sins and meet me associating none with me, I would match it with an earth load of forgiveness. SubhanAllah. I'm going to say it again, just the whole thing again, because that hit me too right now. SubhanAllah. And I hope it, it hit you too. The Prophet said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, O son of Adam, I forgive you as long as you pray to me and hope for my forgiveness. Whatever sins you have committed, O son of Adam, I do not care if your sins reach the height of the heaven. Then you ask for my forgiveness, I would forgive you. O son of, son of Adam, if you come to me with an earth load of sins and meet me associating none with me, I would match it with an earth load of forgiveness. And that hadith again is by At-Tirmidhi. Subhanallah. Subhanallah, that's, that's all you got to say and that's all you have to keep in mind. Honestly, if you think that every time you sin, you're going to be in despair, write this down somewhere where you know. Put it on the, the put this down on your like lock screen so you can remember this. That anytime you make a mistake, that you just do not 
associate anybody with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and just ask him for forgiveness. Ask him for forgiveness and Allah will meet you with an earth load of forgiveness. If you come to him with an earth load of sins, an earth load, you know, think how big this earth is, subhanAllah. Think how big this earth is and just an earth load of forgiveness or, or an earth load of sins or even if your sins reach this height of the heaven, subhanAllah. We don't even know how far the heavens are, like how high they are. You know, even the galaxy, we haven't even finished exploring the whole space. You know, we don't know how far or whenever this whole world, like the limit of it and when you're going to start reaching the heavens. But if your sins reach the height of the heavens, that's a lot of sins, subhanAllah. That's so many sins. If you, and then you ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness, Allah says, I would forgive you. If your sins even reach the height of the heavens, he would forgive you. No matter what, he would forgive you. And if you come to him with an earth load of sins and you're not associating him with anybody and you ask him sincerely for forgiveness, Ya Allah, forgive me, forgive me. I'm sorry, you know, forgive me. Allah would match with an earth load of forgiveness. At this point, just wipe that whole slate clean. SubhanAllah. So turn back to him right after you've sinned. Immediately. Repent immediately after you've messed up. Um, another hadith, the Messenger of Allah وسلم, said, Verily, the angel on the left side will raise his pen over the error of, or sin of a Muslim servant for six hours. If he sincerely regrets it and seeks forgiveness from Allah, the angel will throw it aside. aside uh, throw it aside. Otherwise, he will record it as one sin. So even the angel, you know, on the left side who will write your sins, he will wait for six hours to see if you will repent. Six hours! You know, he doesn't write down right away, oh, you've messed up right away. No, he's seeing, he's waiting like, oh, please repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Please repent, repent, you know, you, he's giving you that chance to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Six hours to wait for you to repent, to do something, to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to regret it, to feel guilty, to turn back to Allah. He is waiting for you to do that before he writes it down in your book, you know, in your book that we're all going to have on the day of judgment. He is waiting for you before he writes it. And if you sincerely regret it and you ask Allah for forgiveness, then the angel won't even write it down. He won't even write it down. So even it's even better to just repent right away, right after you sin. Don't think Again, it's always the being despair, being in despair, not having hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That will always get you. And you need to remember to yourself, that is the beginning of where you need to start. You cannot, cannot be in despair of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You cannot. You need to actually push yourself and be, Allah will forgive me. Have, have hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah just wants you to have hope in him. So have that hope. Repent right after you've sinned. So the angel will just not even write down that sin. He won't even write it down. SubhanAllah. And if, otherwise, if you don't sin, if you sin and you don't even say anything, you like say, oh, I have no, like Allah won't forgive me. And you don't ask Allah for forgiveness, then he will just record it as one sin and it will be in your book, subhanAllah. So Allah is just waiting for you to ask for forgiveness. He is waiting for you. Um, also, there's another, uh, another an ayah from the Quran, Al-Ma'idah, ayah 39. But whosoever repents after his crime and does righteous good deeds... Then verily Allah will pardon pardon him, which accept his repentance. Verily Allah is all forgiving, most merciful. And every time Allah Subhanahu wa Taala talks about forgiveness and you know how people sometimes are in despair, he always a lot of the times he ends in Allah is all forgiving. He's most merciful. Allah is a ghafoor rahim. You know he is the most forgiving because he is merciful. Because he is merciful, he will forgive you. And because he is the most forgiving, that makes him the most merciful. It's like it goes hand in hand. I'll say it again, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most forgiving, that makes him merciful because he will forgive you for anything. And because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most merciful, he will forgive you because he is full of mercy, subhanAllah. So it goes hand in hand that he is merciful and he will forgive you. And because he is the most forgiving, that makes him merciful, subhanAllah, subhanAllah. So even after, you know, he repents right after his crime and does a good deed, you know, by obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will just accept his repentance right away. Look how simple that is. But then, you know, we humans make it so complicated. And also because of shaitan, you know, he's whispering in our heads. We make it so complicated and say, Allah will never forgive us. But it's so simple that just repent, just turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know. And another, and another ayah in the Quran, uh, Al-Tahrim, uh, ayah 8, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Oh, you who believe, turn to Allah with sincere repentance. It may be that your Lord will expiate from your sins and admit you into gardens under which rivers flow. May Allah grant us that. May Allah grant us Jannah. Ameen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, just turn to Allah with sincere repentance. That's it. It may be that your Lord will get rid of those sins and grant you Jannah. 
Subhanallah, just that repentance can grant you Jannah. Just that repentance. Subhanallah. So when you repent, say, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, raise your hands up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wake up for tahajjud, you know, in the last third of the night, the best time to make dua, that best time. Wake up and say, Ya Allah subhanahu Ya Allah, Ya Rahman, Ya Ghaffar, I've messed up, you know, I know, I disobeyed you. Remember I said, acknowledge that you've messed up, acknowledge that you did wrong. I regret it completely, have that regret, and say, I'm sorry, Ya Allah, I'm so sorry. And make the intention that you don't ever want to do it again. I don't want to ever do that again, you know, make that intention that you won't go back, you know. I intend to never do it again. And you say, Ya Allah, forgive me. And all of this is sincere, you know. For for repentance to be accepted, there are three steps. You have to stop, you have to stop the sin immediately. And you have to regret it sincerely. And then you have to have sincere desire and intention to never do it again. Once you do all that genuinely, Allah will forgive you. Allah will forgive you, subhanAllah. And remember to also follow up a bad deed with a good deed. Because good deeds can erase the bad deeds. So repenting right after you've sinned gives you the chance to have that bad deed erased. Gone. SubhanAllah. Uh, in a hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, Have taqwa or have fear of Allah, whatever you wherever you may be and follow up a bad deed with a good deed which will wipe it out and behave well and behave well towards the people subhanallah just one bad one good deed can wipe away a bad deed so even if you messed up you did something wrong go help your mom with something go do something nice go give charity read some quran pray to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that good deed could be that bad deed would be wiped away forgive ask allah for forgiveness that bad deed will be wiped away subhanallah don't let shaitan convince you that allah won't forgive you because he will he will he will you know he even tells so many times in the quran that do not despair my mercy do not despair why are you limiting my mercy why are you thinking your sin is greater than my mercy subhanallah he's saying i will forgive you all sins just turn back to me just turn back to you don't think that he will never don't be in this mercy the amount he has so much mercy and that amount of mercy he has is because he forgives all sins, subhanAllah. So the number one thing to do before you start your journey of getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, before you do all of that, after you ask yourself what now, is to repent. After you say, what now, what do I do now? Go wake up for tahajjud or just raise up your hands and ask Allah for forgiveness, just to forgive you for, for everything you've done, for the past, for things that you didn't know, for the things that you knew, for the things that were hidden, for the things that were apparent, and everything. Just ask Allah for forgiveness and repent, because then that gives you a whole reset, you know, just a clean slate. So repent and show Allah SWT that you want to get closer to Him and you want to do good. Show Him that you are ready to start over and you're ready to return back to Him. All right, now, so I talked about, like, the biggest reminders and the thing, the prerequisites before you can actually start doing steps to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, the prerequisites would just acknowledge that you did wrong and ask Allah for forgiveness. Ask Him for sincere forgiveness. And I I believe that is the very important part before you start, you know, getting to those steps. But after you do that, now I want to get into the tips, just like maybe one, two, or three, just a couple of them of what you can do, actually, to start getting closer to Allah. First thing I want to do is do as many. The first thing I want to say, which is like the first tip, is do as many good deeds as you can and occupy your time with them. And like I said before, you know, right after you've sinned, follow it up with a good deed. Just do a good deed. So do as many good deeds as you can. Just try to do as many good deeds as you can. But don't, again, like you don't have to burn yourself out. Go slowly and steady because you haven't been, you know, like that active in like worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before, right? So like slowly. Start increasing your good deeds and what you're doing. So start your fo- focus your energy and time on good deeds like reading the Quran, giving charity, seeking knowledge by watching lectures, reading Islamic books. You know, if you just occupy your heart and your mind with all of that, you're going to forget about ever wanting to sin. And when you slowly do that, you don't have to go hard right away, you know, like reading like 10 pages every day, watching like 15 lectures and reading like a, like two books at once and doing all of that no that will burn you out and that'll make you feel like no i don't want to do this anymore and that's maybe what started from before the burnout what you need to do is slowly increase it so say like even reading maybe even a page is too much say reading even half a page or like 10 ayahs 20 ayahs just just a day 10 ayahs a day just start doing that and just reflect on these ayahs maybe get a journal write things down Ask yourself something about this ayah and try to understand what Allah is trying to tell you about a specific ayah. Read the tafsir, you know, all of that. Just slowly, just even 10 ayahs, even 5 ayahs, just do that. Or even just 1 ayah. If you really just, you think you don't have any time in the day, even 1 ayah. Just slowly, slowly 
turn back to Allah, to start progressively getting back into the, you know, the routine of worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even just watching lectures, just one video a day, even a 10 minute video a day, just to, to seek knowledge, you know, or just read a page of your Islamic book a day, just so you can just continue just slowly getting back into the mood. And the longer you go, the more you keep doing that, then you want to increase to say 10 ayahs, you want to increase to reading the page, two pages, you want to increase to reading like, you want to like now watch lectures every time. Like you'll just start falling in love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again. And it's just subhanAllah, it just happens so smoothly. You just don't have any time for any Netflix shows. You don't have any time just to hang out with like, you know, anybody. You just want to focus your time on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in the beginning, you're gonna think it's hard. Like how would I get to that stage again? This is hard. How do I get back to where I was before when my iman was high and I was feeling good? How do I get back to that from then whenever you feel like sometimes you don't even want to do it. You don't even want to read the Quran. How do you get back into that? But subhanAllah, the more you read the Quran and the more you try to, you put the effort in of actually wanting to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah sees your efforts. That's all that matters. That you are actually just trying. And the more you keep trying and trying, subhanAllah, Allah puts like this change in your heart and he makes you actually fall in love with it. And he makes you want to actually learn more and enjoy it and want to continue and you want to get closer to him, subhanAllah. It's like this switch of heart. And you just like realize that, subhanAllah, this is from Allah. Like, I just want to learn more about him. I want to learn about this deen more. SubhanAllah. That's all you got to say. SubhanAllah. Like, he just puts the switch in your heart. Just, I want to learn more. When before you were just like, I don't know how I'm supposed to do this. So all you got to start doing is just slowly but surely just start reading the Quran. Start praying more. Start praying tahajjud once every week. Once every two weeks, just slowly and then increase it more whenever you're getting that routine and you keep increasing it. And now you just don't have any time for any sins. And now this is just your daily life. You know, you're just reading like two pages a day. You're watching lectures all the time. No more Netflix, no more, you know, other things that are wasting your time. You're just completely putting your heart into this deen, subhanAllah. So now you don't even have any space in your mind to think about you know the sin anymore because your mind is occupied by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so continuously trying to do more good deeds will in the long run will get you closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know just finding things to do that will please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they can like i said be small in a hadith there's a hadith that says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the deeds that are consistent, even if they are small. So just be consistent with the good thing that you're doing. Just be consistent about it. Allah sees your efforts and he sees that you're trying. And like I said before, in that whole like 20 minutes before, Allah is the most merciful and the most forgiving. So he will, you know, he will be so appreciative. He is a shukur. He will be so appreciative of just the small, consistent deeds that you are doing. So yeah, that is the first tip that I want to talk. Just start, just continue just doing good deeds, small good deeds and continue just increasing it. But first of all, consistently doing small good deeds to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, the se- second thing, I, the second tip I want to talk about is surround yourself with good people. The people around you really impact you or who you are. And so there's a hadith by, there's a hadith that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that a person is in the religion of his friends, it's on the religion of his friends. So you have to be careful who you are around with, you know, people who will motivate you to do good, to help you please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more, to help you, you know, read the Quran more, say like, oh, let's go get like, let's go to the masjid and pray, let's go to the masjid for Jumu'ah, let's go to the masjid and read the Quran, let's have a Quran session. Those friends that will push you to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they'll push you to to you know, not do any more sins that will keep you in check and always remind you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those friends that will, every time you look at them, you think of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah allow us to have those friends. May Allah grant us those friends. Ameen. So surround yourself with good people really has an impact on you. If you surround yourself with bad people, then you're slowly going to be forgetting about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because those friends are not really, they're not thinking about Allah at all. You know, they're doing bad things. They're not, that makes you always fall into them because you're being, you're around them all the time and they will start influencing you as well. So you have to be careful who you are around. So after you've messed up and you are getting back into the journey of, you know, getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you've repented, you're doing good deeds now slowly but surely, now, even you get rid of the bad friends that you had, you know, don't be around them anymore because they probably were the ones that were bringing you down and making you forget about your deen less and less. Because the, the more you can say in the first day you start hanging out with them, you're like, oh, they're not going to, you know, I'm strong. They're not going to influence me and all of that. But the more and more you hang out with them, the more they'll have a bigger and bigger influence on you. So you have to be careful. So after you, you probably just need to get rid of those bad friends, 
try to make good friends, you know, you know, Muslims that will bring you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the more you hang out with them, the more you'll learn about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you'll just become, you know, Iman will just be increased and just have a motivation with that. So I really think that's a really big part that we need to all focus on after, you know, we for, we ask for forgiveness, after we've said and doing the good deeds, we need to actually be around good people. And even if you, there's always the saying of like, not saying, but like the feeling that I don't want to be alone all the time. But the thing is, you're never alone so even if you don't even have any good friends but you all your friends are like bad influences or something still get rid of them it's okay to be alone because really you're in reality you're not really alone you're Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always with you you know he is near Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says fa'inni qareeb I am near so you're never alone Allah will always be around you and it is better to be alone than be with bad company okay so like make sure you surround yourself with good people Alright, so I already talked about two tips they can do to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just do as many good deeds, even if they're small, just to, just to occupy your time. And the second one is surround yourself with good people. Now the last one, I'm just doing like, you know, three. Just keep it short and sweet, inshallah, powerful. But the last one that I want to talk about is dua and dhikr, the third tip. Dua and dhikr. Just lots of dua, lots of dhikr. Just keep your mind occupied with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just re remind yourself of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala constantly which is dhikr remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is super super powerful to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and again I have an episode on the power of remembering it is very powerful you know it will really change your heart just just keeping your mouth or your tongue wet just con consistently and constantly just remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just even by saying subhanallah alhamdulillah allahu akbar la ilaha illallah all of those staying astaghfirullah and astaghfirullah is something that will get you many it's asking for forgiveness so it'll get you forgiveness but on top of that it'll get you the things that you want honestly if you just say astaghfirullah like a hundred times a day even more just astaghfirullah astaghfirullah anytime even if you're driving somewhere if you're waiting for something if you're cooking just get get your tongue to be moving constantly just remembering allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and know what you're saying and know what you you know who you're talking about who you who you're talking to and you know what you mean what these words mean these powerful words just, subhanallah alhamdulillah allah but la ilaha illallah just continuously say that over and over again just lots of dhikr and of course in dhikr is making dua as well dua is like a form of dhikr just raising your hands up to allah ask him for anything ask him for forgiveness you know have a conversation with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and again the best time to do dua is during tahajjud and the last third of the night so even in sujood and also in sujood Anytime, just making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just talking to him, you know, letting your mind, just letting your mind go and being vulnerable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For he's the, he's the Lord of all of us. He is our creator. You know, we can't keep secrets from him. We can't do anything. You know, we just have to open up to him, you know, and just have a conversation with him. Even though he knows what we're going to say and we're feeling, he still listens, subhanAllah. He still listens to us even though he knows what we're going to say. He is still there. And every time you get in sujood, ask him for forgiveness. Ask him for anything you want and just be sincere about everything. And just continuously, like I said before, dhikr, just all any types of dhikr. SubhanAllah, SubhanAllah, You know, dhikr is like, it will revive your heart. It will cause, make you like your heart peace and calm, you know, you'll be calm, you know, and every time you say Allahu Akbar, you're reminded that Allah is greater than any problem that you have. Allah is greater than this whole world. You just need to focus on, on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that also just, just make it constant and consistently because if you've been listening to music a lot, that dhikr will, and you have like music stuck in your head, the dhikr will like get the music out of your head and now you have dhikr constantly stuck in your head which is even better and i know i think i said this before in past episodes but even saying la ilaha illallah constantly you know whenever we die or whenever we're about to die on a deathbed whenever someone says la ilaha illallah muhammad rasulullah or he just says the shahada before you know you die they're granted jannah because they they submitted to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they've witnessed that allah is the lord he there's no one that deserves to be worshipped but him Allah is a true God and that Muhammad وسلم, is his messenger. When he said that before you're, you're dying, you're, you're inshallah, granted Jannah, subhanAllah. So, but be able to say that, a lot of people, it's, I've heard so many things saying, like lectures that, surprisingly, it is very hard to say la ilaha illallah whenever you're on your deathbed. It is very hard to say la ilaha illallah. You know, you think it's easy, like, oh, you're going to say easily, I'll remember. But on your deathbed, it'll be different. You don't know. You don't know if you're going to say it or not. And to be able to, you know, 
be certain that you will say it is to say it while you're alive and while you can say it. So whenever you get to your deathbed, it's just natural. It's just always in your head because you say it all the time. So you say, La ilaha illallah. So saying it now like a hundred times a day, a lot of times just your mind, just your, I mean, your tongue just be moving with La ilaha illallah constantly will make you in the habit that on your deathbed, you can just, you'll just say La ilaha illallah because it's a habit. It's just instinct. It's natural. You say it all the time, subhanAllah. So that's also another great thing about dhikr and saying la ilaha illallah saying allah akbar all of those and just remembering allah the more you remember allah the more you forget about your sins the more you forget you don't listen to shaitan's whisperings you just think about allah your mind is literally occupied with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the same with du'as du'as they're very powerful they're a conversation with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and let me know if you want me to do an episode of like the power of du'as because subhanallah your dua is reaching Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even though like I said before even though he knows what you're going to say he knows what your dua is going to be he knows what you want he still listens to you you know he still listens to you and even especially in tahajjud Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the last Saturday nights he's come down and he said which of my servants is going to ask me for forgiveness so that I can forgive them which of my servants is going to ask me for anything so I can grant them grant it to them subhanallah so just raise your hands to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ask him for anything for like I said before he is Ar-Rahman. He is the most merciful and he truly, truly loves you. And he truly wants to forgive you. He truly wants to give you what is best for you. So also, subhanAllah, I need to do a whole other episode on the power of dua. Let me know if you guys want me to do that because subhanAllah, there's so much to talk about. But I think that's it. I think that's it for this episode, honestly. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do like a whole, you know, review of what we've, what I've talked about. So the first thing that you need to do before, after you ask yourself, what now? What can I do now? The first thing you need to do is acknowledge, acknowledge that you've messed up. Ya Allah, I've messed up. You know, acknowledge that you did something wrong. You disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then after that, go straight into forgiveness. Ask Allah t- for rep- ask Allah for forgiveness. And do not, do not let shaitan whisper, you know. Do not let shaitan convince you that Allah will never forgive you. Do not let shaitan convince you that Allah is not merciful enough to forgive to forgive you subhanallah allah's mercy encompasses all things allah's mercy is bigger than your sins so subhanallah just turn back to him and start doing good deeds to actually actively act on turning back to him act on that like that return you can't you say forgiveness but then you actually have to act on forgiveness which is obeying allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by reading the quran you know praying more praying on time so doing all of that is all a form of like forgiveness and saying astaghfirullah astaghfirullah like a thousand times a day even muhammad sallallahu would say astaghfirullah more than 70 times a day and that is a prophet you know the rahmatul alameen he's a mercy to all mankind you know the greatest human being in this world was saying astaghfirullah 70 times even though he was already forgiven so what are we what are we we should say astaghfirullah more than 70 times inshallah subhanallah so even saying astaghfirullah doing all of that just asking allah for forgiveness is the part where we need to get through we need to get through that and open our eyes do not listen to shaitan and just ask him for forgiveness no matter the sin and then so three tips after that after you ask for forgiveness the first step that you could do you know to get closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is just consist- consistently do good deeds even if they are small just seek knowledge you know give charity do nice things help your mom out in the kitchen help somebody out that's all a form of charity even smiling to somebody on the street a form of charity just being nice and trying to you know truly show that you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that you want to return to him so you're trying to please him you're doing everything that you can to please him and when Allah sees your efforts he will open up doors for you that you can never imagine subhanallah he will open up doors for you that you can never never imagine so just even focusing on your energy on the good deeds will make you forget about your sins make you forget about the desire to do that sin subhanallah and the second thing was surround your or the second tip was surround yourself with good people you know the people you are around is a big impact on who you are as well so surround yourself with good people people that will motivate you to bring you bring you closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will make you a better muslim and then the last tip was dhikr and dua you know just remember allah subhanahu wa ta'ala constantly fill up your mind and heart with the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of just saying, La ilaha illallah, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, Allahu akbar, subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanallah, also, astaghfirullah is all dhikr, you know, and there's so many more beautiful words of dhikr that you can be saying constantly, you know, just so you can, your mind can be occupied, and it will cause 
a form of peace in your heart just to know that you know all these beautiful words are so true like glory be to allah like alhamdulillah make you grateful for anything around you for anything that goes good anything that goes wrong just say alhamdulillah this that reminder is beautiful and also dua make dua to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for anything you want just have that conversation with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or he knows what you want and what you need and what you want to you know say but he listened to you and he listened to you talk and he will inshallah grant it to you if it would if it is what is best for you inshallah so i think that is it alhamdulillah we got through this episode inshallah you made it to the end because the episode was very powerful and honestly just reminded me about a lot as well you know really helped me as well subhanallah so i hope all this research that i did Opa helped you as well and hope you enjoyed it please let me know what you think you can send me a dm or just write a reply on this episode please you know even that reply people see like if you say oh this is a good episode people see that a lot of people now look at replies and you know reviews of something and whenever they see that review they will like be more inclined to like listen to it or watching it so please leave a review a good review a reply you know let me know what you think about this episode you can send me my instagram is at underscore peace of my 99 so you can send me in uh, a dm on there and let me know what you think you can ask me any question you know any suggestions feel free to just leave anything a recommendation question you know any topics you want me to talk about later on inshallah i'm open to anything please please leave that you know leave me a dm or reply and even that reply could be a sadaqah jariah for somebody else because you're making them listen to this episode you know so and also as well check out my tiktok at underscore peace of mind 99 and my twitter at p underscore o underscore m 99 give it a follow check it out turn on notifications so you know what's going on you know and so you can stay tuned inshallah and also for the youtube and the video version go subscribe to my youtube's peace of mind or like at underscore peace of mind 99 go check that out go subscribe to it you know share it to someone you know turn on the bell like notification so you can you know stay tuned to any episode or video version that i will will i will release and i hope you guys understand what what's going on now but that the video versions aren't gonna be uh, like all the time but they're gonna be part of the series hijabi talks so every time i post a hijabi talks episode you should be getting excited because then the next day i'll be posting the video version of hijabi talks inshallah and i really hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of season three which was a video version it was a hijabi talks part of the hijabi talks series if you haven't listened to it if you haven't watched it go check it out i'll put the link of the youtube and all where you can listen to it in this description as well so please please go check it out you don't want to miss out i really got a lot just you know alhamdulillah alhamdulillah it's going smooth alhamdulillah you know i talked about more you know it's a more personal episode you know i talked more about me you know you get to know more about me so please go check that out you know share it to somebody you know and also go check out previous episodes that you haven't listened to again leave a question reply any of that thank you so much for everything alhamdulillah alhamdulillah i hope you understand what's going on now you know if you have any questions like i said before please dm me and just you know i'm just open to anything honestly thank you so much for listening this podcast is available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify any platform that you listen to podcasts to this podcast is available on alhamdulillah so thank you so much for listening i hope you really got something out of this episode and if you did share it to somebody you know and inshallah may allah grant us jannah may allah bring us closer to him you know and allow us to allow us or may allah protect us from the whisperings of shaitan you know and making us feel that we are in despair may allah protect us from being in despair may allah allow us to always turn to him in repentance i mean thank you so much for listening and i'll see you guys next time Ma